You ready? Let's get it, bro. All right. Shit, we're in person. All right. <clears throat> Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast NFL Edition. Today, we have a in-person podcast with the NFL expert aficionado, Justin Ackendale. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing well, man. It's good to see you in person. Good to see your face. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been a long two weeks, but it's good seeing you. Yeah, you're going to be able to see my reactions to some of these NFL hot takes that you give out. But not Thanksgiving's tomorrow, so there's no way we couldn't do a podcast without talking about the Thanksgiving games tomorrow. Also, we're going to recap some big games that happened over the weekend. We're going to have the typical Aki big game alert, what games you should be betting on, things like that. We're just going to talk NFL. Thanksgiving's the NFL's holiday. So let's get let's get right into it. Justin, you wanted to hit on two games last week, the Ravens versus the Titans. Yeah, I want to talk about that game because that was a that was a really big game. Mm-hmm. I mean, both teams really needed to win that game. Titans are um, fighting for um, fighting the winner of the division. Ravens are honestly fighting just stay in the playoffs at this point, honestly. Mm-hmm. So it was a real big game. When the overtime, Ravens were playing well defensively throughout the game. Just you know what Derrick Henry do? He just wears you down. Yeah, and Derek, they went into overtime, and Derrick Henry had the walk off uh, touchdown run. That put Tennessee to seven and three and Baltimore to six and four. So I want to talk more about Baltimore. They're six and four right now. Are are they gonna make the playoffs? Cause it's it's them, Cleveland, you got teams like Oakland, because they're not gonna win the division because Pittsburgh Pittsburgh has that basically locked. So are they making the playoffs? Yeah, I think they're gonna make the playoffs. They do have the easiest remaining schedule left. Mm-hmm. So um, after they play the Steelers, which is a loss, which is supposed losing. to be which is supposed losing. to be tomorrow, but now it's Thursday. We're going to preview that game. Mm-hmm. But after that, they play the Cowboys um, next Thursday at Cleveland, Jacksonville, the New York Giants, and then the Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals. I still think they're going to be a playoff team because um, after Cleveland, I see three wins. Okay. And then, um, yeah, and then we'll talk about um, this game later, but the game against the Steelers later. But, yeah, still think they're going to make the playoffs, but their offense is concerning. Lamar Jackson is starting to get concerning right now through another interception. They didn't look – the offense wasn't moving smoothly on Sunday and starting, it's starting to become an issue. Yeah, and the Ravens have one of the top two rushing – Attacks, but they also have one of the worst two passing attacks. And I don't think Lamar's thrown for over 200 yards this year. And it looks like the only person he can throw to is the tight end, Mark Andrews. Like Hollywood, Marquise Brown's not getting the ball. Sneed. What, what do you think the regression is? Like, how did it get to this point? Because this was a favorite, one of the favorites to potentially get out of the AFC. And now they're fighting for the playoff lives. Yeah, I think they are missing some offensive pieces right now. They're mm-hmm. missing Ryan Stanley, their offensive tackle. They're blocking tight end Nick Boyle, who from the real experts say that he helps with that running game and helps with the play action a little bit. So he mm-hmm. is a big loss. I just think I just think mostly these NFL defenses are, you know, packing 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 in pack, packing in the box, taking away the play action and the inside throws and trying to make the throw outside and he's just not able to hit it. 
He also really doesn't have a very good outside threat either. I know Hollywood Brown's out there. He takes it over the top. They don't really have anyone that can, you know, run the deep post down the middle and those type of routes like that. So I think that has a lot to do with personnel. And it's also defenses are, you know, packing in. Kind of like, kind of like Giannis in the NBA, you know. Mm-hmm. Teams pack in the middle and make sure and make sure Giannis is either, you know, passing up or taking the jumper. I think it's the same thing with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Ravens more when we preview that Steelers game. Let's go to this other big game that you wanted to hit on. The Green Bay Packers versus the Indianapolis Colts. That game also went into overtime, which me personally, I was actually disgusted by the end of that game because the Colts had about six or seven holding penalties in a row where they could have easily won the game, but... They got the field goal, and then they gave Aaron Rodgers time. Boom, 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 field goal. And they end up winning at OT. Ridiculous. What? Packers now fall to 7-3. and three. Colts go to 7-3. and three. Were you more impressed with the Colts finding a way to win or more disgusted about how they shouldn't even put themselves in that situation? Because I don't even think this is about the Packers. I think it's more about the Colts. I, I think it was about the Packers. Okay. I mean, the Packers were up. 28 yeah, to 7 were. at halftime, and then they end up losing the game 34 to 31. Like, that can't happen. That's true. Like, when you have Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback, and you're supposed to be a NFC contender like the Green Bay Packers are, you can't go up 28 to 7 at halftime and then end up losing the game. That's just absolutely unacceptable. It'll let Phillip Rivers play decent against some 288 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. It just, it seems like when it comes down to them, the Packers play a physical team or like, shit, any of the good teams, they just don't show up and it's starting to become a problem. Yeah, and even props to Indianapolis though, because besides the Steelers, they have one of the top, what, five defenses in the league. It wasn't the, the top defense at a point in time. Like they can play and Phillip Rivers, if the man only throws one pick, that's a good day. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> yes, I mean, he had, he had three touchdowns, one interception, eight. Aaron also had three touchdowns, one interception. You brought up the thing. This game they shouldn't have lost. Uh, they got smacked by the Bucks, And just two weeks ago, they lost to Dalvin Cook. Yes, they lost. Because he had four touchdowns on him or yeah, something? Yeah, that was a game Dalvin Cook went absolutely stupid. That's when he went crazy. Like I said, another physical running team. They just punched him in the mouth. like. And even last year, Green Bay, was it 14 or 2 or 13 and 3 they finished they last year? They were 13 and 3. And no one had them even going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because you, we watched that. Um, at first, we watched that Sunday night game when they played the 49ers. Got the destroyed. 49ers got destroyed. destroyed them. And then they played them again in the playoffs, and you just knew. Like, mm-hmm. by the time the playoff, that playoff game, you just knew. Like, Green Bay couldn't do shit with the 49ers. And Green Bay was one of those teams, too, we were watching that we thought during the trade deadline they were going to make a move to potentially get a, another wide receiver to go opposite of Devontae Adams, but they did not. So going forward, I think they're going to win the NFC North because Chicago, which started great, they've just their offense is just bad. So they're going to get in that playoff spot regardless. But when you have Green Bay, the three NFC West teams, the Saints, Potentially the Bucks too. I think the Bucks are going to make the playoffs. We'll we'll see. And we don't have to talk about the NFC East winner because they're going to be a non-factor. Can, can Green Bay? Can they make at least the NFC Championship game? I mean, they have one of the top three best quarterbacks in the league, and I would think that's the standard to at least make it to the NFC East Championship game. I mean, they definitely can, but 
I have a hard time. I have a hard time picking Green Bay if they run to New Orleans, even though I've been kind of rough on the Saints. <laughs> I mean, shit, last week with Taysom Hill, I mean, that defense came to play. They were mm-hmm. physical, and I know the Titans aren't very good, but they shut them down. Mm-hmm. Seahawks are still formidable. Their, um, their defense played well in the um, Arizona game that they won on Thursday night. So if that defense keeps coming along, I don't see Green Bay beating them. I think they might be able to beat Tampa if it comes down to it again. I think they have that rematch. They'll beat Tampa. Yeah, they end up playing them again. But, yeah, I, I don't know. They got to do something. Yeah, so we're going to have to wait and see on that. But tomorrow, as we said, is Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is known for turkey and football. And there are supposed to be three games on Thanksgiving. But today, as of recording... One of the games got moved back. It was the Steelers-Ravens, the main event of the day. That was supposed to be the night game. Got pushed back to Sunday because seven Ravens players tested positive for COVID. And a lot of Steelers were not happy. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster talked about it. Claypool, Ebron, they all were mad that they they lost their bye week because of COVID. And they wanted to play on Thanksgiving and lost that first do you think the nfl did the right thing and pushing it back i think the nfl did the right thing pushing it back i think their thing was they didn't want they didn't want baltimore they didn't want to endanger the steelers playing that game on thursday because mm-hmm. more more of the baltimore players probably would have had covid would have been more contagious they mm-hmm. probably played on thursday so i don't really have a problem with them moving it to Sunday. I do personally have a problem because that was a game I was looking forward to tomorrow. But, mm-hmm. I mean, no harm, no foul. I mean. Yeah, and the game's still going to be Sunday at one fifteen. I think they said. Yeah. But we got – so let's talk about these two games that are happening. Then we'll preview that Steelers-Ravens uh, game. So the twelve thirty game is the Texans versus the Lions. The Lions are always on Thanksgiving. That's just the way it works. And the four thirty game is the other team that's always on Thanksgiving, Washington and Dallas. The Texans and Lions, there's really nothing that they're playing for, except for the turkey. Do they get the turkey leg or whatever during that game? Man, I didn't even write down notes for that. <laughs> just take, if you're going bell in that game, I'm leaning towards the Lions, but both teams suck. Both defenses aren't good, so I can see Deshaun Watson going, getting busy. Aaron Rodgers did say that um, Matt Stafford is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in probably this decade. Yeah, I mean... Shit, the Lions didn't score last week. Yeah, so, no, they did not. They did not score against. They did not score against Carolina last week. Carolina was playing PJ Walker, mm-hmm. XFL, um, Houston Roughneck, and he won. And, and they won. won. So I know, I know the Lions aren't going to go scoreless again. They're not going to get shot out again. But. Are there any interesting bets that happened during Thanksgiving with NFL? Like I don't know, like who's going to be the turkey whatever mvp things like that do they have like weird bets like that on thanksgiving because i know they give a turkey leg to like the best player of the game yeah i'm not i'm not aware of that i'm just betting up on spreads and the typical game props that are typically there but i'm pretty sure if i look there it's probably a thanksgiving prop but for that first game i'm going to pick the lines i think the lines are going to win that game i'm going to throw my money on them they're getting three points at home they're at in home. Their traditional spot. Mm-hmm. First game, first game of the day on Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. let's see if they can do it. Not the Lions. Uh, Four thirty game. Washington versus Dallas. Both teams in the NFC East. 
Uh, this past Sunday, Dallas actually beat the Vikings and the Eagles lost to the Browns. So you have already alluded, even though both this NFC least, they're bad, but this is a big game for the division. Whoever wins this game tomorrow is going to be the front runner wow. to win the division. Wow. To win the division. Let me, let me tell you the schedules that are coming up for the teams that I think are players in the NFC. I'm not the NFC East. I'm not going to say the Giants schedule because <laughs> I don't think they're going to win. So who, the Cowboys after Sunday, they have Baltimore next Thursday, a Joe Burrow, a Cincinnati Bengals, mm-hmm. a IR. San Francisco 49ers on Sunday Night Football, mm-hmm. Philly, and then the Giants as the last game. The football team has the Steelers next week, mm-hmm. the 49ers in two weeks, the Seahawks, Panthers, and then they end the season with Philly. And then the Eagles, they play Seattle on Monday. Loss. Green Bay the week after that. Loss. At Lambeau. Loss. New Orleans at home. Loss. The Arizona Cardinals. Dallas and Washington to end the season. So I don't. I'm not seeing a win for the Eagles until potentially Dallas. Yeah, potential Dallas Washington. So whoever wins this game will be in the driver's seat to win the division, which I think is absurd because with Washington now Alex Smith is starting and Andy Dalton's back for Dallas. So what's the what's the final record? It could be what a uh, six and nine, six and nine NFC East champ, or even less than that. And then you can, yeah, you can win this division with six, with six one, six and ten. Wow. So who do you have in this game? Washington has a they can Chase Young can get to the quarterback now. They they got a little defense. Yeah, I'm leaning towards Dallas. Washington won the first game. Mm-hmm. It was twenty-five to three. That was Andy Dalton's yeah, that was, first start, I yeah. believe, and that was the game that he got knocked out. They gave him a concussion. Mm-hmm. So I think that the, think the Cowboys are going to be up to play. Like I said, these, both these teams aren't really very good. <laughs> total DVOA for the Cowboys twenty-seven. Total DVOA for Washington's twenty-first. Both are bottom bottom ten. Um, Offenses. Washington has the six-ranked mm-hmm. defense on DVOA. They did beat the Bengals last week after um, Joe Burrow tore up everything. Yep. Alex Smith is currently starting, 68%, 918 yards, four interceptions, two starts, four games. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton starting for the Cowboys, 63%, 655 yards, mm-hmm. <laughs> four interceptions. Mm-hmm. Five games, three starts. I forgot to put his touchdowns down here. <laughs> but yeah, the Cowboys rushed for 175 yards against the Vikings last week. So if they can get a running game going again, I think the Cowboys can get it done. I agree. I think the Cowboys should get this done, but it's the fact that it's the Cowboys. And now all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, but now these games really matter. NFC East matchup. And they always just find in this national television on Thanksgiving, it's almost a perfect storm for them to lose so that they can just get torn to shreds on Friday by all the people. But if they win, oh man, it's going to be a good day in, in Jerry World. So, what's the spread on that game? Cowboys are three point favorite at home. Okay. Oh, 
take it. I would take it. I would take it personally. But hey, the main event game that got rescheduled: Steelers and Ravens. That game is going to be Sunday. The Steelers are still undefeated, and we've talked about the Ravens. They're six and four right now. That game's huge. If the Ravens lose, they're six and five, and I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. You have their schedule up on your computer right now, and I just want to go through if the Steelers beat the Ravens. So if this is a loss, their next remaining games compared to other people who are fighting for that final spot because they're not going to win the division if they lose this game. That's out, so that have to be a wild card. Yeah. After this Steelers game, their remaining their, their remaining t- um, schedule is Dallas next week Thursday night at Cleveland, and then it's Jacksonville. Giants and then Joe Burrow of Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I think I think the um, Ravens are in a good spot if they can win this game on Sunday mm-hmm. and also and also win next week. Mm-hmm. Not not next week, but in two weeks against Cleveland, if they can split those games. I think they're going to win the rest of their games this season because they got Dallas, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Giants aren't very good, and the Bengals. So. These guys get past this week. So I wrote this down when we were talking about it before recording because I had win-loss, win-loss. So this game, the Steelers, I think now that they sound mad, I think the Steelers are about to thrash them. That's just me. And then the next game, who was the next game? I had them winning that next game after. Dallas. That's a win. And then skip Cleveland because I put half because I just put a star because that's a super big game. And then who was after Cleveland? It's Jacksonville at home. They'll win that. The Giants at home. They'll win that. At the Bengals. And they'll win that. It's really this Cleveland game that I think is after the Steelers game. This is a big – it's going to decide if they get in the playoffs or not. Just bottom none because both of them are in the AFC North. Both are fighting for wild cards. There's other teams out there. So I feel like whoever wins that game is getting in the playoffs. Yeah, that game in um, two is definitely going to be – it's going to be for a wild card. Yeah. It will be for a wild card. And you want me to pull up the Raiders schedule. I do have the Raiders schedule up. This Sunday, the Raiders play the Falcons. That should be a, that should be a win. And then the next week, they play the Jets. That should be a win. <laughs> On 12-13, Raiders-Colts. That's going to be a big one. Yeah. For uh, playoff positioning. And then after the Colts game... They play the Chargers, and then they play the Dolphins, and then they end the year Broncos. Besides the Colts and the Dolphins, nope, I can't even say that because Justin Herbert, they can play. So the Chargers might be able to get them, but that Colts game two weeks from now, huge for both of them. They got to win, too. I mean, this this AFC wild card is you got the Raiders, you got the Browns, you got the Ravens. And then the Colts and the Titans, Colts. Play the, Colts and Titans play this weekend. Yeah, one of them is going to win the division. The other one's going to be a wild card. The AFC is a lot more competitive, I think, than people thought it was going to be going into the year. Because usually you think about the NFC. But the AFC right now, maybe because Cleveland's actually... Seven and three. Do you have Cleveland schedule up by chance? Um, no, but I can pull it up real quick. Let's see. Let's we'll see what. Cleveland I know this Sunday they play Jacksonville, and they need to win that game. They'll be eight and three if they win that. Yeah. So Cleveland. Cleveland has Jacksonville this week. That's a win. Oh well, it should be. 
Titans next week. That's big. Baltimore in two weeks. That's, Monday night football. That's, oh boy. So it goes Titans then. And then, uh, and then they got the um, at at both New York teams at the Giants and at the Jets. Mm-hmm. And then they end with the Steelers at home. So they have two big games back to back. Last time they played Baltimore, first game of the year, they got destroyed. Yes, they did. That was thirty-eight to six. Yeah, and the Titans. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to handle Derrick Henry just running down their throat. So, it's Looking big. at Cleveland's schedule, all their all their losses, they have lost to Baltimore this year, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and Las Vegas. So, so they've so, lost to all good teams. Yeah, they lost to all good teams. And then if it comes down, to, they end up with the same record as the Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Vegas is getting that tiebreaker. But so, they have a win against the Colts. Yes, they do. And that's, that would be pick, big. Like, yeah, that's going to be big. But that, see, I should have pre- previewed that Colts-Titans game because that is a huge game. The winner of that game is going to win the, it's going to win the South. And that is this week? Yeah, I have the... Um, okay, let's talk about them shooting. Where's their schedule at? I have, I have their... All right, so here's the, um, here's the Colts schedule. Mm-hmm. The Colts remain schedule. They got the, they got the Titans Talks this up. week. Talks up. At Houston next week. Win. At um, Vegas in um, two weeks. Toss up. Then Houston again. Win. At Pittsburgh. And then Jacksonville Toss hitting up. off the season. Ugh, man, I mean, the Raiders. I'm just really high on the Raiders right now because they should be 2-0 and against Kansas City. Yeah. And then the Titans, they have, they have it a little easier. They have Indy this week, Cleveland next week, Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay, and Houston. So... I think the I think the Titans are going to end up winning that division because I got them winning. I got them winning this week, mm-hmm. and then we'll see next week. And then I think they're going to win Jacksonville, Detroit. I I think they're going to beat Green Bay too. <laughs> I think they're going to beat really? Green Bay. Yeah, that's that's a matchup. That's a bad matchup for Green Bay. So there's some there's some really I mean it's Thanksgiving week obviously, but there's some really big games this week with especially in the AFC and there's one game that's actually pretty big that I really didn't want to talk about because this team's actually been really pissing me off (laughs) but it's just too big to ignore the 425 game is the Chiefs and the Bucks and we have to talk about a game where you have Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady Justin, a couple weeks ago on this podcast, you were talking about the Bucks when we announced to the world, because it was when we were recording, that they got AB and talked about them going to the Super Bowl. Since then, they've been trash. Yes, they have. So, A, what's wrong with the Bucks? B, are they about to get blown out of the building by the Chiefs on Sunday? Because <laughs> the Chiefs have only lost once. Man, Tom Tom Brady is just looking older by the week. One in three on primetime games this year. Yeah, one in three. I guess I guess the media is right. I guess I guess he really needs to take a nap throughout the day. Yeah, I don't I don't know what their issue is. I think it's just a I think it just might be a coaching and quarterback just not on the same page. I know Bruce Arian likes to you know chuck the ball deep, but you know. And he goes at him on social media and uh ESPN calls out Tom Brady, and Brady ain't used to that. Yeah, we know Tom Brady is literally Mr. Dink and Dunk. Mm-hmm. So I was watching that game on um, Monday, and it was, it was just disgusting. Just literally watching watching that game go down. I mean, the Rams were getting pressure on them. With only four guys, and you know, when you get 
pressure was just the defensive line. Like, Brady's done for. Yeah. So, I don't think they run the ball effectively. But they have two good Ryan Max. I just don't get it with them. But they should have won that game on Monday. The Rams scored. We were like, oh, two-minute drill Tom Brady. This is easy. And he did a couple. And then he, I don't know what the hell that pass was that got intercepted because that guy, I haven't blanked on his name, and I apologize because he's actually from Ohio State, picked off Brady twice that game. And that was just a bad throw. And it's just like, what are we doing here? Some people say he's trying to force it to AB. I don't think that's the case. No, or, but their running game is just bad. And if their defense isn't getting turnovers and they actually have to play some more defense, because their defense, which after the Green Bay game, we were all talking was a top three defense. They got cooked, yes, on Monday by the Rams receivers. It wasn't even funny. So I, I think we were they were blowing smoke. But if they continue losing or lose a couple games, they're not going to win the NFC South. And they might... Well, Dep- they're, they're not winning the NFC. Yeah, South. they're not like, winning. They're, they got swept by the Saints. The Saints swept them, so that's not even that's not even in the cards at this point. I got the um, playoff picture pull up right now. Okay. They're currently they're currently the sixth seed, so they have the second wild card. Wait, hold on. Am I reading this right? Yeah, so they got the second. They're currently slotted in as the second wild card spot mm-hmm. right now. Seattle is currently ahead of them right now, so I think the. That second place of the NFC West is probably going to get yeah. the fifth, the fifth spot. So they're pr- they're pretty much in content. They're pretty much fighting with the Seahawks and the Rams. They just lost to the Rams. What's the Buccaneers' rest of their schedule? The Bucks, the rest of their schedule. Yeah, we know they're playing the Chiefs. They they might get blown out. I'm I'm feeling a big blowout. <laughs> Let me pull up. The- oh shit. Okay, well, that's that's good. They don't make the playoffs. Yeah, they the Bucks can get past Kansas City this week. They got by next week, mm-hmm. and then Minnesota, Atlanta twice, and then Detroit in between Atlanta twice. So that should be a very easy depending. Well, Minnesota is still technically in a wild card contention if they can yeah, win that's some games. That's going to be a tough game. They're going to be trying in that game, mm-hmm. but because Dalvin Cook's going to be coming. But you you think the you think the Bucks will still make the playoffs? I I agree. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're honestly a lock. Yeah, if they lose to Minnesota though, and they lose this game, uh, well, should, these teams should be shooting to get should get be shooting to be the last on wild card team because you play if you the last wild card team, you don't play the NFC East winner. So wow, <laughs> that's oh, gonna be an easy win. Oh my god! So this might be a blessing in the skies for the Bucks not winning the division. That is. That they is, get a they get a buy either way. <laughs> that is that's wow, that's crazy. And yeah, there's there's not those are the biggest biggest games going on this week. I'm just going through it. Uh, well, Bears and Packers they're the Sunday night game. Bears offense is just it's just terrible. Packers probably they, they're going to blow the them out. When Packers are typically very good when they are embarrassed on national TV. That is true. Before, so. I'll take the Packers in that game. It's nice. a really high number, though. I think the spread's eight. What about the Monday night game? Seahawks-Eagles. What's the line on that? I don't see the Seahawks. I don't see the Eagles winning that game at all. But So what, what's happening, man? With the, like, Carson Wentz leads the league in, I think, not just interceptions, but turnovers. 
I know you watched that whole Browns game against the Eagles. I you, watched you, the whole tell, game. you tell me what happened that game because I was watching Red Zone. Experience. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's just awful. Like I can't. I have no words to defend that man right now. It's just. Did you know he's just that playing like complete dog shit? Well, Cleveland didn't even have their best player, Miles Garrett. Yeah, Miles. Ga- I know Miles Garrett. He had play. COVID, and they were able to get pressure with four. He threw two picks, and they were just getting to him. It was just bad. Yeah, Baker Mayfield had zero times. passing touchdowns. He didn't have any picks, I believe, but he wasn't like spectacular. Nick Chubb was going crazy, and they had a chance to win, but he threw a pick and. When I watch them play, it's just like, what is going on with them? I know they have a whole bunch of injuries, which is fair, but it's rough. Because this is a guy in 2017, 2018, he would have won MVP. So from that to then coming back here, it's just like, and he hasn't even been hurt this year. Usually Carson Wentz gets hurt around here, but now he's been playing the whole year. And he's just – there's too many picks. He's averaging, like, two picks a game. Yeah, I mean, you can't – I don't care how shitty your team is. Like, you can't be forced – like, he's forcing so much that he's the problem at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I think at this point, you just got to play, play the game. Play, play with – do what the defense gives you. If you go down losing, you go down losing. Like, Yeah, I, I'm almost at the point, too, where I don't know how many draft picks the Eagles have – next year but they really need to draft some linemen offensive defense some weapons but they just can't move off Carson they're really stuck with oh no they're years. stuck they paid him already yeah they paid him they're he's, stuck he's he's stuck I don't think Jalen Hurts is ready to even I mean I haven't seen him throw a pass the games I've seen I've just seen him do wildcat but they're stuck they paid him too much and somewhere even though I think it's wrong Jerry Jones might be laughing like hey you paid your guy too early you know, y'all stuck with him, and if he, this is the way he keep, continues to go, that stinks. But Doug Peterson, I mean, he has a leash. He got a Super Bowl in these past couple of years. They're not going to fire him anytime soon, so I would think not. I don't know. But he, if they fire him, he's, he's just getting fired as a scapegoat. Because remember, the um, OC for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl was Frank Wright. Yep. Head coach of the Indianapolis Colts right now. Mm-hmm. And you see... You see how the Colts have been playing. You see the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So I think Frank Wright not being there is really affecting Carson Wentz. I think mm-hmm. I think that was the coach that was getting the most out of him. Do you think his mental state's also affected that the fact that until he wins a Super Bowl, everyone's going to say about the Nick Foles run? Because Nick Foles has a statue over there. Carson doesn't, so... Yeah, he might need a new, he might need a change of scenery, honestly. Because that will always be a reminder. Because remember, even the next year when Carson got hurt, they were ridiculous. four they were four and six, and Nick Foles came in, took them to the playoffs, won the game against Chicago, and was one play away from beating the Saints that playoff year too. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, so it might just be because he's gonna be. It's it's almost like if. An NBA superstar gets drafted to, let's say, uh, Cleveland. Like, you're always going to be in the shadow of LeBron James. That's just the way it is. Or, like, a person, if you got drafted to Chicago. You're always going to be... Jordan's statue's right out there. This guy, Nick Foles, is not better than Carson Wentz, but this man has a statue because he is a Super Bowl MVP for one of the only Super Bowls that city has had in championships they're, they're forever. The only Super Bowl and one of their only... Bowl. Championships and sports-wise forever, so 
just to get that pressure to either he has to win one or get it or potentially leave. But who wants that contract? Yeah, I mean, Philly Philly is a great sports fan base. I mean, I don't like them being a Cowboys fan, but they are passionate. And they did really embrace Nick Foles, but it feels like I feel like they forgot like who got him there. I know mm-hmm. Nick, I know Nick Foles like was leading the playoff chart and all that, but in eighteen, like Carson Wentz was going to be the MVP, mm-hmm. like he was. And but I'll ask you this: You watched football from your whole life. You didn't miss football during two thousand to two thousand and ten. Donovan McNabb played like this, his ass would have been out of town. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he did start playing like mm-hmm. this, they shipped his ass to Washington. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he got them to the Super Bowl, and they would have won. If I mean, if T.O. was healthy, they would have won. He's been to multiple NFC Championship games. Like, Yeah. I mean, his resume is bigger than Carson's in Philly, and they, he, his ass got out of here. So that's what I was thinking about, too. Like, This was Donovan, who was their last super big quarterback. Carson Wentz is better than Donovan. He is. He is. He's better than Donovan. Donovan that had Andy Reid, though. That definitely helps. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think Doug Peterson is the same class of coach as Andy Reid. But yeah, the Eagles need to do something because what they're doing is not sustainable. And it hasn't been sustainable all year. Nope. And they just keep doing it. And you would have thought by now he would have stopped doing it, and he still is. So. It's crazy now how now the NFC East has two big stories every Monday. How the Cowboys did and what Carson Wentz did. Well, shit, the Cowboys haven't been a story the past couple of weeks. That's true. Carson Wentz has literally taken all the heat off mm-hmm. of us. Like, Dak Prescott broke his damn ankle. Like, we had third-string quarterbacks. There's only so much we can do. Carson mm-hmm. Wentz, you were the number two pick. You are... They moved, hey, like they moved up to him. You can't, you can't be doing this, my friend. Like, I mean, he he is one of the top topics every Monday on First Take, Undisputed, The Herd. There's always a Carson thing now, which is, which is wild. But man, that that was all we have. Justin, you got anything else you want to do talk about on this Thanksgiving edition of the Football L Seven C podcast? Um. Any other yeah, big games? Best, What's best going on? in the game. Like oh. Lions tomorrow. I wish um, we had more money because then I could do one of those sounds saying, Aki Big Game Bets! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like the Lions tomorrow. Um, I don't think I'm going to give the Cowboys out on this podcast, so pet the bedroom. Um Definitely like the Titans over the Colts. Mm-hmm. T- typically with these divisional games, at least the good teams, they don't end up getting swept. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what I'm banking on. And then... The public saw the Colts just beat the, just beat Green Bay last week, so that's going to get bet up on the Colts. Mm-hmm. And the Titans are getting three and a half at the moment, and mm-hmm. I like that. And I also like the Chiefs giving up three and a half against the Bucks because fuck them. So <laughs> I do like I do like the Chiefs. So they are a juggernaut. The Tampa Bay's defense can get after the quarterback a little bit, but we, we talking about Patrick Mahomes right now. He's on fire. Nope. Take him. I agree. I agree. Well, anything else before we sign out? That's all I got. Can't wait for tomorrow. Can't wait to watch some football, even though the games suck tomorrow. Yeah. It's kind of salty, too, that the game is like the last game ends at like 7-something. I'm used to going 12-12 to on Thanksgiving, but it is what it is. But thank you, everyone, for listening to the L7C podcast. Thank you, Justin, for being able to do this in-person one, our first in-person one. I'll continue to like. Rate, comment, subscribe on anything that you listen to, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Breaker, anything you listen to. Leave us some feedback. 
what what else topics you want to hear us talk about in the NFL? I know a couple weeks ago we talked about what potentially hit our top five wide receivers. Justin had the idea that we should wait till the end of the season where we have we see a season's worth, which I agree. So we're going to do those top five wide receivers, top five running backs, top five quarterbacks. Later on, we still got a lot of football to go. Playoffs are going to be coming soon. And there there is a lot that we talked about that some teams really might miss out. Justin, since you are in person, I will give you the final send-off. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the L7C Podcast. Have a great Thanksgiving tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.